Welcome back to Talks of Nessa podcast. You're locked into episode three of season one. So just want to start off by saying I am so sorry that I did not upload yesterday. I've slapped myself on the wrist. I've learned from my mistake and there's basically no excuses. Like I've tried to tell myself, oh, it's because I'm ill. I tried to blame my bae. Like, (laughs) and it... I've had no excuse. So like I said, I'm human and this stuff happens and I have learned from it. I know what I'm going to do this week to be on top of things. And it really did hit me because in a way I took advantage of it because there are people who are waiting for me to upload every week. And it's not that I fell out of it or anything. No, I literally, I took advantage of the situation. I thought, oh no, don't worry, I can record it last minute sort of thing. But again, I just had to tell myself, do you know what? Let me not worry myself too much and do this when I can. But I made this promise that I will upload it the next day to get everyone listening to it from the morning, throughout the week, so that it gives them that now it's more going to be like more of a pickup for the week because my aim was to do it Monday morning so people can start their week great and all of that stuff. But now it's going to be a pickup week. <laughs> this is going to help you pick up your week and get back into that mood for 2019 and mood for the week. Um, But yeah, that, that's been me. But also on a much more positive note, it was my birthday over the weekend. That's probably one of the disadvantages. Uh, the one of the with uh, That's probably one of the advantages that I took as well. Like it was my birthday. I was like, oh yeah, like I've got this. And it's not like because I went out on Saturday night and I'm um, I wasn't hanging the next day. I don't really get hangovers, but I wasn't hanging the next day. So all I wanted was just sleep. I want to sleep, and that was it. Um, so, and I was in London, so I wasn't at home to come back and record, you know, all of that stuff. So again, I, I just really don't think things through and did things too last minute and it don't work out for me. But that was my weekend. So I turned 24 um, and a lot of people were telling me, oh my God, you're 24? I was like, uh, yeah. They're like, no, but you seem older, you seem more mature, blah, blah, et cetera. As long as it's that, because, you know, I'm trying to stay young, honey. Like, I'm trying to look young and all that and whatever. (laughs) Ow. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that's what people have been saying. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're 24. Like, I would have thought you were older than me, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, that's that's been my sitch for this weekend. But, no, I'm feeling blessed. I'm 24 years old. 2019 it's going to be a very good and blessed year so I you know claim that onto my life and for everyone else so I just want to thank God for allowing me to see another year there's so many people who have lost their lives haven't really made it into 2019 or haven't seen the whole of 2019 and I pray that all of us are protected and all the souls can rest but yeah getting right into it as you can tell from the title it is I'm good love enjoy (laughs) so I'm not quite sure if any of you guys actually seen that that saying everywhere on social media but that saying comes from future the rapper um 
<laughs> I swear, I find that guy so funny. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I just like he's such a, a calm clown with <laughs> when he like does like certain things and stuff like that. But that's been one of his sayings for 2018, I believe. And yeah, his thing was, "I'm good, love, enjoy." And there was a there was a point where I kept saying it, like every little thing. Someone be like, "Um." Do you want to go here? No, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Or someone could just be like, oh, imagine if this happened to you. I'd be like, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Like, I said it for everything and anything. And I'm just thinking, hold on. Am I right? Like, <laughs> but if you've heard about that saying or if you or you've used that saying, drop me a message. Let me know. Tell me what you've used it for. <laughs> Whether you've used it to your man or someone who's tried to move to you and they'd be like, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> let me know. I want to hear... Um, a few of your stories of that, or whether you just say it just for whatever sake, like I did. But um, I'm using this now for this podcast because I actually had to realise, hold on, there's actually some meaning beti- like um, behind this and I can actually use this for this podcast because in other words, it basically means, no, I'm good, thank you. Like, I don't want to do it or no, like, I don't want to be in that space. No, like, it's just not for me sort of thing. So that's my, you know, message behind this podcast, which I'm going to get back and get into it. So sorry. Um, But yeah, so nah, I'm good, love. Enjoy is what this podcast is about. And I'm sort of going to go into like um, my personal experiences and, you know, things that I've um, that I've learned um, as I've gotten older and things I've heard from sermons and all of that stuff and hopefully it can impact you or relate to you or someone that you know could it could relate to you know what to do all you gotta do is share (laughs) and pass this um, podcast onto someone who you know would actually benefit from from it so let's go into it into basics right how I see it you know, this saying is having the courage to saying no. Now, this can be saying no to the most simplest things, someone asking you to do something and you're saying no. <laughs> right, I'm not encouraging anyone to, to say no to everything and any, anything. We're going to get into it where I make you understand what I mean by saying no to certain things, right? It could be saying no to saying no to going to emotive like a party or whatever else that you know you're thinking like mm, should I mm, and then you end up being like do you know what I'm gonna do it <laughs> and what I'm trying to like say in this podcast is as simple as is this thing right for you yes or no do you have the courage to say yes or no do you have that have that understanding of saying yes or no and the meaning between um the meaning behind yes or no and what is good for you or or is what is the will of god okay so i also see in when you have the courage to say no i believe and especially from personal experiences it's about being a leader and not a follower. And this is my personal outtake on it, okay? Anyone can interpret um, interpret this, this saying to whatever they, they want to, okay? No one's right or wrong here. How I interpret is 
are you a leader or are you a follower? And the reason why this episode is so, like, it means a lot to me is because, and I'm going to admit, and if my mum's listening to this, she's going to be like, "Mm mm-hmm. (laughs) She's going to be like, yes, you you was a follower, you. (laughs) But um, when I was younger, I was actually a follower. I was, no, like, I was actually a sheep. Like, I was probably the biggest sheep of the flock, like, (laughs) and it really bothered me, like, I was thinking about it, I was just thinking, wow, like, what really irritated me when I was thinking about it, I was like, wow, I know that I am a leader, and I've done things which has made me a leader, like, I have that leadership, not everyone has that leadership, and that's okay, but it doesn't mean because you're a leader that, you know, you know, you're the best out of all, like, no, some people have leadership skills, some people don't, but even people who don't have leadership skills still have the courage to say, no, I'm doing it my way sort of thing, okay, so I'm not saying be a leader, like, have that leadership skill, and then boom, like, you're the best of them all, because some people can still say no, and they're not a follower, so going back to my personal experience, right, I'm 24 years of age, so when I was back in school, I, I start, yeah, I was in school from 2000, like secondary school from 2006 up until about 2000, excuse my maths, but it's probably about 2012, I would say. Correct me if I'm wrong. But when I was in that, in that space, in that new environment, I'm, I'm finding out about people, I'm making new, th- um, I'm making new friends and, you know, all the things that us young teenagers do, right? And of course, everything was a hype, everything, everything till now, like, there's loads of things that are a hype that people want to jump on, that people want to be involved in, and all of that stuff, but I felt like, when I was younger, I always felt obliged to be in a certain space, to be someone's friend, to be, you know, involved in something, to show, to prove, to all of that, that wasn't actually necessary. Now, I've obviously grown up and I've known better. And sometimes I still struggle to say no to certain things and certain people. However, no is such an important word. And it's such an important thing for us human beings because we need to know what's good for us. It's like saying no to something we know that is chemically hazardous. We won't drink acid, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Because we know the label says, do not drink it, and we won't drink it, all right? But for human beings, and for young people especially, when we're in this environment where everyone is on this hype, everyone wants to be in this friendship circle, blah-de-blah, There is no label on it. There's no label on this friendship group that says, don't join us because really and truly, we're bad influences and blah de blah No, there's no labels on anything. And what us human beings love to do is to be a bit curious, to be a part of the crew or part of the gang or part of the friendship circle. And we find out for ourselves. Even though, and let me tell you something, this is why I love African parents. And I love anyone, like, the, like anyone's parents who already know this type of stuff, yeah? So listen to your parents, like the young generation of now, please. I'm telling you, because I have a daughter now, so I know what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be like with my daughter, because I'm going to get traits from my mum and dad. 
But when my mum and dad used to tell me, listen, stop hanging around with these people because they're bad influence. I used to be like, no, like you don't even know them. Like it's not that deep, blah, blah. Okay, I never said that same because I don't think that was the same back then. But I used to be like, oh, you're being so unfair. Like, why are you always like this? Like this is, um, I know them. It's not that bad, blah, blah, et cetera. But your parents always knew who was good and who was bad for you. And it's crazy because sometimes you're just thinking, oh, you're a witch. <laughs> but we'd only actually really clock it afterwards. And you're just thinking, wow, like I really should have listened to my parents. However, we live and we learn and we learn from it. But what really burned me the most, I knew I was a leader inside. Like I had that voice. I had that presence. I had that something, about, I had that aura about me that I knew I could lead. I had that in me. And the stupid thing about me was that I would put that aside because really and truly, actually, even till now, some people don't like, I know I'm loud, I'm probably loud on this (laughs) podcast, but some people don't like loud and confident people and people who can lead because some people find that threatening and you might come against people who are similar like to you, the loud and the the, the confident and the um, having confidence and um, being able to lead, being able to um, be, you know, the start of something. And people might find that threatening or clash against you. And sometimes that makes you curl up in a ball or sometimes that makes you try and delete that trait of you because you want to fit in and you don't want to be seen as the odd one out. But let me tell you something today. Do like never ever make yourself any less than you are. Because I've always been shunned against about being, you know, too loud. I've always been shunned against about, you know, um, doing too much quotation marks. Like no one got me in secondary school. When I was trying to be myself, no one got me. Everyone thought that I was just being an attention seeker. Everyone thought I was being a teacher's pet. Everyone thought that I was, you know, just sucking up to anyone and anything. When really I wasn't, like I was being me and people saw me as an like outsider sometimes because they and I'm going to say this, people probably was threatened against what I was, what I was like and what I am now. And I don't want anyone to feel like that because the best person that you can be is the real you and not a copy of anyone else. Cause you are your own blueprint and no one can ever, ever copy that. Like that's what I've always got to tell myself. So when I was younger, I would just literally, this is what it'd be like. The girls that, the, the friendship um, group that I was in, the girls would be like, oh come here and I knew my curfew was 6 p.m <laughs> sometimes free like my mom told me look you're coming straight back home after school you ain't going back out like that's it but I would be like yeah 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 I'm gonna do it and I used to worry myself so much because I knew I was gonna get in trouble and I hate getting in trouble but I still find myself doing it and I was ruining my 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 relationship with my mom and dad because I would wanted to make my friends happy like just deepen it now, I'm just thinking, that's not what anyone should do, because one, you're only making things worse for yourself, because you're putting yourself into a position where you're you're feeling, you know, anxious that you're in this situation, and you shouldn't be, and then yes, you're getting that immediate gratification, that you're getting the joy of being at this this rave or this party and you're drinking and you're just thinking, oh my God, at, this, at the back of your head, you are going to get in trouble by your parents. 
And it's like, why would I have put myself in that situation? Like, I didn't earn my mum and dad's trust. Every time I earned their trust, I messed up because I was always being a follower when I shouldn't have. I should have been making my own rules, not against my mum and dad, but in my friendship circle or at school, I should have been making my own rules. I should have been the one to know, what am I really doing here? Should I be doing here? Like, I did ask myself those questions. And even if I was, it was a voice in my head that I was shoving to the back of my head because I did not want to hear this voice because I know I was doing wrong, but I didn't want to hear that. And we're stubborn like that. Like, <laughs> sometimes we don't want to be told. And when we've been told, like, don't do this, we rebel against it, you know? But obviously I understand when you're in school, you really want to try and, and be this person that you know you're not meant, you're not, um, you're not, but you want to be that person because every other person is like that. But that's where we go wrong. The best person, like I said, the best person to be is your own. Because once you copy yourself like the other person, how will you ever stand out? And I've really used this, like, in situations like now, interviews. Why am I trying to be that, you know, that person who just comes in, might answer the question, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to use my personality. I'm going to use my creativity to help me get this job. Because in the interview, whether it's a group interview, and I always get this feeling, like, I'm the person who asks questions. I'm the person who has ideas. I'm the person who talks and 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 has conversation and and all of that to to make the interview or the group interview lighter than it is and I've always got that look like oh okay all right sorry and I never like say for for example it was a group interview and then like it's a whole day interview or whatever I never like no one came up to speak to me afterwards where you'll see the group already of people talking to each other and I used to be the one that just stood out because no one wants to talk to me because I believe they're threatened against me because they know, oh, she's probably going to get that job because she was the one that spoke the most to the interview and the interview spoke to me the most and blah, blah, etc. And if that was the Vanessa, the 15-year-old Vanessa or the 16-year-old Vanessa, that would, I would not have done that. And if I did, I would never do it again because I would, it would seem like, oh my God, I'm not going to get the friends. I'm not going to get people to talk to me. And it's like, hold on. Why should that ever matter to me? If I like me, then great. If you like me, even better, whatever. But I shouldn't have other people's opinions change me or make me go back into the shell that I don't live in. So can you understand where I'm coming from with, you know, like being yourself? Because that's the best way to have that courage to saying no to things that you're not meant to be doing or saying yes to things that you know is good for you, things that will push you to be a better person. And so that's, you know, part of the message that I'm trying to get you to understand. So when you are able to have that understanding of saying yes or no, relating it to today's society, it's you know, it's near enough to the same throughout. Like we have this paradigm that shifts all the time. And yes, something's trending, you know, back in a, um, uh, the two, like 2006 to 2007. 
then there's a new thing trend new thing trending in 2018 2019 but the same concept still runs like people like us human beings we do struggle to bring along like what is for us and who we are and all of that stuff when you are able to understand the difference between yes or no do you know the like do you know how much strength you carry how much courage you carry as a person and when you have that strength and you have that courage people the people around you will respect you even more and know what type of standards you have and then you will understand people will like less likely to take the mick out of you or less likely to try and lure you into something you're not into so for me even though my friends knew at secondary school that my parents, out of everyone, was the strictest parent, they knew that I would take the mick out of my parents, so they knew to take the mick out of me. So they knew that, even though they know that I shouldn't really be out at this time, they will still ask me, come out to this party in Kuwait ends, like ends that I shouldn't really be in, and they will still ask me to come to this party because they knew I would say yes. They knew I was gonna tag along. And it really frustrated that I was that type of person because no one would ever think that like now because I'm not like, I'm really not that type of person. I am not a follower and I have a voice. Like people will know when I like, I'm just not for something. I will have that voice to say something. So it really baffles me how I was that person. Like, and that's how like society or the environment you're in can really try and change who you are. And that's the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to continue carrying ourselves throughout the rest of our lives. Being that person with these standards that you stand by. And those are one of the most important things that you want to obviously carry beside you. And so when you're understanding the difference between, you know, yes or no, you carry yourself so much more differently. And that's what I say about the strength and the courage um, and the respect for yourself and people that will have respect for you. It, It really changes the whole dynamics of everything. And so when you have that, you also have control. When you have control of your situation, then how can anything else shift? Because say for example, if everyone wants to do this, whoever's listening, hold your fist together, right? And hold it as tight as you can. Now, if you're holding something or you're just clenching your fist, you've got control, right? Now imagine you're now letting loose of your clenched fist. You're letting loose, you're letting loose, you're letting loose. A bit more, a bit more. Now, not completely have you opened your fist, but look at the holes that it's made in your fist. All right? You don't have control of everything. You've probably now spilt <laughs> whatever was in your hand or dropped whatever was, whatever was in your hand. You don't have that control anymore. And you don't want anything to drop. You don't want your courage to drop. You don't want your strength to drop. You don't want your respect to drop and not for people to respect you. And that's all that matters. Your own respect for your own standards. Okay. So you've got to try and keep that clenched fist. Even if, (laughs) if someone comes up to you now and says, you want to go to this motive, clench your fist, (laughs) clench your fist and say, no, my friend. (laughs) Okay. Have that strength and that control to be like, 
I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. And so when you have that, how can anyone try and take apart, take apart that clenched fist that you have when you're saying no? And when you create that pattern and you create that boundary, how can anyone ever try and come up to you and be like, oh, come on, man, just come, just come. No, they will probably ask once, cool, out of, you know, respect they want to see, maybe you might change your mind this time. But if they're the type of person to keep bugging you, bugging you, and you've you've put your foot down and you've said no, then you got to watch that friend, okay? Um, <laughs> so all of those things you've got to put into, into consideration about what have you got control over? And the one thing you definitely have control over is saying yes or no. Like, that is so important because you should not let anyone speak for you. And when you, in your head, like you've got like, you have to know what's right and wrong for you. And for me, simple things like, I know that my anxiety can get really, really bad. And I I have to sometimes really sit down and talk to myself. And when I hear this voice, I don't push that voice back as much as I used to. I used to really push the voice in my head back that I know that voice was the right voice, but I used to push it back so much and try to talk myself into something that really and truly is not good and it's not good for me at all. So I really have to try and speak aloud and tell myself, Vanessa, can I do this? Like, Vanessa, if I go to this motive, will that be beneficial to me the next day? Or will that even be beneficial for me that night? Like, is it worth it? Okay. And it can even be simple things like seeing something on sale. You're walking past and you see 50% off. Some people don't have that that discipline or, or like some people always have that urge to just be like, oh, sale. And they go in there and they've come out 10 bags. They look at their bank account and they're like, well, damn, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. And then it affects them. And I've also learned, I'm oh, my colleague said something about this, actually. Something about, like, yes, it's on sale, but if you if you didn't need it before, why do you need it now? Do you know what I mean? And when you need something, really and truly, sell or no sell, you'll buy it, right? But just because you've seen something on sale, do you need that? Okay? And I've heard about tactical things that people um, these companies do, and there's been a lot of clothing companies that have been caught out that they saw a clothing item on sale. Um, actually, they saw a clothing item on sale last week. They bought it. When it was on sale, um, they went on and it was still the same price as what they bought it for last week. So it wasn't actually on sale. So sometimes, listen, don't be getting scammed in 2019, yeah? You've actually got to talk to yourself and be like, do I actually need this? Because really and truly, if you really needed it, you're planning out the month, right, cool, I've got this, I've got that, I've got, I need this for this event or blah, blah, blah. And then you'll be able to know what you need and what you want sort of thing. So don't be getting scammed this 2019, let me tell you that. <laughs> but it's all those things that you've got to tell yourself, like, do I actually really need this? Like, is it for me? And is it necessary? So it's that saying that you need to say to the sale when you walk past this 50% sale or 70% sale or 20% or 10%, you just be like, I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> because it all depends. Like if you've got the finances to do it and it doesn't affect you as much um, when you look at your bank account, then good. Do you, boo? Okay. But if you're one of those people who don't have that, that, 
that discipline in yourself to stop yourself from doing something that you know you're not meant to do, then these are things that you need to practice, right? Sometimes you need to really put that situation into a spider diagram and actually pointing out all the things that you shouldn't really be doing it for, weighing out the pros and weighing out the cons um, before even buying it. Then you look at, can I just wait a week before I buy it? And I think there was a, a, one of my other colleagues at work, I think she said how it took, it takes them a very, very long time to plan to buy something, like something big, of course. Um, they said it took them two years, her and her partner took her two years to buy a van because they didn't want to just be like, oh, a van, oh my God, let's buy it. They were, they're the type of people who need to actually weigh things out and keep looking and keep looking and keep looking for better deals or keep looking for things that could be better, like the mileage could be better on this car or, you know, um, has this one got faults or can we fix that after? Like actually really weigh out everything and it takes them that long to be like, okay, cool, we're happy with this, let's go for it. And that's a lot of discipline because I struggle with that. I'm like, oh my God, I want that. And I'll just be like, do you know what? I'm just going to get it. And sometimes that could really, really be your worst downfall. If you know yourself, can that, is that your worst downfall? Like, why did you not have the courage to say, I'm good, love, enjoy, okay? Because that item's still going to be on a stock. Someone's going to buy that, let them enjoy that. But it can come for you, like, it, it will come for you, like, and it's so difficult because when something's trending, everyone wants to get that now, but we need to realise that trending thing ain't going to be here in probably the next six months. Even as simple as this, this saying, like, not many people say, I'm good, love, enjoy, because that was a 2018 phrase. I'm still using it. I still feel like this is going to be a good title for my episode because I'm going to put meaning behind it. It's all about what you want, like what what is actually good for you. Are you doing it just to keep up with the trend? Uh, with the trend? Are you just doing it to 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 be a part of your friendship circles because everyone else in your friendship circle has this thing or whatever? What is it exactly? Are you saying yes and no to? And what is it doing for you? And just maybe sometimes even look at what's it doing for other people? Because you're not going through the same thing as other people. Like I said, some people have the finances to do, to to go shopping even when it's not sale and then come out with like 20 bags. You might not have that same situation where your finances are looking the same. So why keep up with something you know you can't do? That's when you need to start incorporating the I'm good love, enjoy to and say that to your friends. And they will respect you even more. I'm telling you. And if they don't, then that person wasn't your friend at all. So these are all of the things that you've got to look at, like what's around you, who's around you, are they uplifting you? Are they going to be okay with you being okay, like saying okay to, like saying no to things that you shouldn't be? Like, will it affect them that much? Like, oh my God, you're not really like that playful anymore. You're not really up for going out anymore, blah, blah, et cetera. Really and truly, as friends, you'll adapt to each other. You'll know what type of friend this person is. Do they like going out to restaurants? Does this person really like chilling at home? Are you the person always going out with this person because they like restaurants and you're always paying that money because they like restaurants? Have you ever looked at when they've just come to your house to chill because that's what you want to do or you're lower money and you just want to chill? Do you know what I mean? So all of these things you've really, really got to look at, okay? And I do want you to also 
other than just I'm good, love, enjoy. The word discern, okay, means having or showing good judgment, right? When you have that good judgment and you know the difference between between things, honestly, you'll elevate so much, okay? Not everyone has a good judgment, that's fine, but it's all about learning how to, because the first judgment you want to have is for yourself, because you've got to know whether this is good for you. Is this going to put you in a place of entanglement? Is this going to put you in a place of worry? Is this going to put you in a place of anxiety or a, a depressed um, state? All of the things that you've got to see for yourself, whether it's good for you or not. And just like I said, you're not going to drink a bottle of acid because on the label it says, do not drink hazardous, okay? And this is what we're taught in science, Right? But we need to also try and add labels to the situations where, hold on, you're going to put your name on the top, you're going to put on this label, Vanessa, pros. Yes, she'll be on, uh, she'll be in a good mood, um, it'll make her happy, she'll dance and sing at this event, and or party, or motive, whatever, but the cons are, she's going to be really anxious because she's just spent £50 or £100 on drinks when she could have had that for putting petrol in her car to get her to work the next week. So all of these things that you've got to put this, like you put all on this label so you can understand what is good and what is bad, okay? And it's it, it goes back to the Bible, like you've got to know between, the difference between good and evil and it says it in the Bible, you know, some, like God labels to us what's good and what's evil. Some And in the Bible, yes, you get to interpret it differently and so can you interpret it, this phrase, and so can you interpret it, good judgment and all, and all of that stuff. It's all your interpretation because it has to come from your own judgment. It has to come from what you're feeling in that. And really and truly, when you have that faith that if I miss out on this event, it's okay. If I miss out on just chilling with my girls on a Friday night, it's okay. Because guess what? There's going to be other times where you're going to be in a good space. You're going to be in a good financial situation. You're going to be in um, a better space than you have ever been before in other years where you can just get up and go, or you can just get up and do it. It's, it is okay to say no to that situation. Okay, because you've understood yourself, not someone else has understood you. You've understood yourself. You've made it easier for yourself to step yourself out of that situation. Because as human beings, we do struggle because we see temptation sit in front of us or lie in front of us. And we will look at it and we're like, all right, jumping into it. We always have that YOLO, that you only live once mentality. But really and truly, that could really affect you for a very, very long time. And as I'm still learning today, that sometimes I've just got to say no to situations because I know I need to feel good for the rest of the day and for the rest of the week. And for example... I have to tell myself I'm going to be having a good day. So if anyone comes and be like, oh, um, just come with drinks to me like after work or something like that, I'm just going to say no because I want to get back home and I want to do the laundry. I want to do like the whole boring home stuff and blah de blah so that I can feel better with myself. So I don't have to pile on top of myself more tasks to do the next day when really and truly I can keep it moderate and then enjoy myself on the weekend. Okay, because life is about balance. 
I'm not telling you to say no to every single thing, okay? Balance it out. Sometimes you're gonna say no to this motive, but next month you're gonna say yes to it because I've sorted my life out for this month. So next month, my life is a little bit better. So yes, I'm gonna come and turn up with everyone, okay? And that's what I've had to look at, you know, things, because I, I, I live, I don't live in London anymore, so I've really got to look at things that, am I, should I really be going to this motive in London, when I've just need to, I need, I need to look at petrol, I need to look at all of this stuff, I need to look at babysitter, I need to look at all of the things that need to weigh out to be decent enough for me to go, and if it doesn't, then why am I forcing it, I've just got to say to my friends, I'm good love, enjoy okay now it's a pretty simple topic in a sense that I haven't really got too much to say about it but look at your own personal experiences tell you talk to yourself today and, and and tell like ask yourself are you that leader do you have that courage do you have control do you have friends that understand you to like and, and understand you enough to allow you to say yes as well um say yes or no and do you understand yourself do you take care of yourself mentally and physically how many times have you put yourself in a situation that you shouldn't have okay continue to think that you are the leader you're in control of yourself and no one else you have strength and you have courage and you have control because all of those things really mold into the great person that you are. And so this 2019, you aren't going to be thinking about, oh my God, like, why did I do that? Or da, 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 da. Yes, you will live and learn from things that, you know, you shouldn't have done. But maybe take that time to talk to yourself, put a spider diagram, make that list, create that label on that situation, pros and cons. Is it hazardous? all of those things that you should put into consideration. And that way, in 2019, it's not every day turn up, it's not every day um, go to parties, it's not every day that you should be going to get a drink after work every Friday, like all of that stuff that you need to put into consideration. And even the simplest things that I struggle with, and I'm gonna tell you, my biggest struggle is sleeping late. I need to really tell, <laughs> um, like for example, I, I always like watching movies and series before bed, sometimes I need to tell, um, Jay, like, look, I'm good, love, enjoy, and go, just go to sleep, and that's one of my biggest things that I really do struggle with, is going to sleep early, and getting my well-deserved sleep that I need, and I love sleep, but I don't know why I struggle to do that, and get only six hours, or five hours sleep, so that's one of my goals, is to do, go back to the, the, the curfew I had, um, when I was younger, <laughs> I had to go to bed at 9 p.m., you know, Whilst other my and my other friends are like, oh, I don't have a bedtime. Like, my mum just said, go to sleep when you can. Ah, me, 9 p.m. downstairs. Like, <laughs> so all of these things that, you know, I've got to look back and like, do you know what? Let me enjoy my sleep now because, you know, I ain't trying to get old out here. So <laughs> um, all of these things that I want you all to look at. So I hope that this has really impacted you guys and it does relate to you. And if it doesn't, send that to that friend that doesn't know how to say no. Um or anyone, okay, share it for me, so I really hope that, hope that you enjoyed my podcast, and waiting for the next episode, and this time it will be Monday, okay, seven o'clock sharp, 
and continue to follow and hopefully my podcast will be on the itunes app as well as soundcloud because not everyone has an apple phone but hopefully it will be on um, more platforms this year so stay tuned and thank you very much for anyone who's been loyal and supportive to my podcast and listened to every episode and has shared and has liked and commented and given me their you know the words of encouragement i really do appreciate all of you so continue to have a blessed week and continue to say i'm good love enjoy (laughs) thank you for listening bye